and welcome to my first dungeon. Hello and welcome to my first dungeon. Hello and welcome to another season of my first dungeon. Hello and welcome to my first dungeon, the tabletop role-playing podcast that helps game masters learn new games and make each one better than the last. And that is the last time you're going to hear me say that in the year 2023, because today is the last day of 2023. So we thought it was fitting to look back on this past year and reflect on all the things we put out into the world and look forward to all the things we have planned for 2024. I'm Brian Flaherty, and I am joined by the three other members of Many Sided Media. They are Elliot Davis... Hello! Chinook to Sarah. Hi! And Abby Hepworth. Hi! Uh, how's everyone doing? <laughs> oh God, Abby! <laughs> somebody! Somebody, somebody, somebody ate Abby. <laughs> She's I'm gone. I'm thriving, despite I'm popular thriving. belief. <laughs> we just finished I'm recording okay. a, a Patreon game, so we're a little punch drunk. We're a little loopy. <laughs> Who's punch Ooh, drunk? It got silly. It did get silly. So before we we dive into talking about what we loved about 2023 on this show, what we were most proud of, I think it's good to like look at 2023 for many sided media for my first dungeon by the numbers. So I did the math on all this, and actually a lot of these like were surprising to me. Sometimes when you when you when you're in the middle of something, you don't realize how much you've done, and you sit back at the end of the year and you're like, holy shit, we did a lot. Uh, this year, between uh, my first dungeon and talk of the table. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say it, I'm looking at the outline, but can you make Abby and Chinook play Price is Right guessing game? Ooh, Chinook, have you seen the outline yet? No. Oh, perfect. So is it just Chinook? Abby, you saw oh, it? Oh, because, yeah, I think Abby oh, might you have seen it. Oh, you talked through a lot I, of the I, I talk, I talk earlier. Okay, actually, All Chinook, right. perfect. Oh, man. So, by the numbers, in 2023, between... My first dungeon and talk of the table between our main feed and our Patreon feed. How many episodes do you think we put out? Uh, 67. We put out 80 episodes. Wahoo! Between talkbacks, actual plays. Pretty good guess. Pretty good guess. Between my first dungeon and talk of the table, we played 13 games. Eight on our main feed, Whoa. five over on our Patreon. Uh, Shnook, do you want to guess how many total minutes money sided media put out into the world of podcasts um or i feel like an easier way would be like how many days worth of content that get totals up to a number of days it's we put out days worth of minutes yeah correct we put out days worth of minutes <laughs> we put out days worth of minutes uh like Three days worth of minutes. We put out 3.98 days worth of podcast, which is 5,000. Which is a gentleman's four. Minutes. We put out a gentleman's, gentleman's four. four. A gentleman's four. A gentleman's four days of podcast. That is a very long week. So if you've listened to every single second of My First Dungeon, just from 2023, you spent a lover's weekend with us. Oh, a lover's weekend. Ooh. That's pretty I sick. feel like when you combine the Patreon game we just played and this, yeah, that's four. That's four days. Four days. We put out 3,654 minutes on our main feed, 1,545 minutes on our Patreon. So if you've not subscribed to our Patreon, there's a whole lot more to love. Mm -hmm. And we put out 538 minutes on Talk of the Table. Woo! Uh, Tables! 
our newsletter. We released 33 issues of the 20-sided newsletter to 732 newsletter subscribers. Yay! Uh, which exceeded our goal for the end of the year, which was 700. Which Woo! well exceeded our goal. Well exceeded. And over this season, I said we played 13 games. Shuk, do you want to guess how many players we had on my first dungeon this year? Uh, including mm. the four of us. Uh, 30. Uh, we had Brian, Elliot, Abby Chinook, Kevin Bauer, Julia Schroeder, Nathan Yaffe, Draconics, Carolyn Page, Katie Marovich, Emma Fife, Persephone Valentine, Connie Chong, Dr. Emily Friedman, Lynn Kodega, Jay Stroutman, Michelle Chan Bennett, Noah Gebstad, Cassie Wilson, and Jasmine Malave for a total of 20 players Ooh. on my first dungeon. Oh, man, I went over. So that's a lot of stuff. We've played We played Schrodinger's Cats. We played Anamnesis, Die, Good Society, Product Echo, Yuseva's Bed and Breakfast, Orbital Blues, Hometown Holidays. And that's just on our main channel. Over on Patreon, we played Scurry, Icarus, Yuseva's Bed and Breakfast, Magic Magic, a game that we came up with and no one should ever play. <laughs> magic Magic. Uh, something is Wrong with the Turkeys. And we just finished recording it, The Great Soul Train Robbery. Yeah, baby. Woo. So my question for all of you is out of all that, out of 80 episodes, out of 16 other people we played with, 5,737 minutes, my first question to all of you is, what was your favorite moment from 2023? Oh, Lord. Good Lord. Um, I have one. What do you For got? sure. This was in Die, I believe, was when we were talking about Ned's grandma. And we all, or Chinook, I believe it was you, started to be like, we, we like, weekend at Bernie, Ned's grandma. And so it, was, it wasn't just that moment, though. It was Drac fully losing it. And being like, who are you people? What is this move? What is happening? That was so funny and such a delight to see like genuine shock and laughter and just so unhinged. And the whole start to finish the whole thing was so hilarious. I think that was when Drac fully understood the type of players we all are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when like, we signed Drac on as a comeback, <laughs> comeback every yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Player. You gotta come back. That was so funny. That was that move itself. I feel like I was like not in my body when I did that. And <laughs> I did it, and I was like, oh my god. I didn't even realize how awful. Like doing that to someone, <laughs> and I said it, and then all of you were like, "Schnook, what the fuck?" <laughs> Elliot or Schnook, uh, you guys got a favorite moment from 2023 from my first dungeon, from my first dungeon specifically, or, or really anything we put out could be from the newsletter, could be from my first dungeon, could be something that happened on the Discord, could be from talk of the table. I think one of my favorite moments was probably when. It's been, I've been playing with you guys for a while and I've been playing with Brian for, I think, the start of my TTRPG playing career. And he's always wanted to kill someone. And I think <laughs> the moment when he thought he had it, when he thought he killed Ward. Oh, yeah. And he was so smug. He was so satisfied. <laughs> and then Elliot just pulled the rug out from under him. Yeah. I got so far into that narration. Oh, yeah. And then even worse, in the next episode, you guys did it again. I thought I was going to be able to kill either you or uh, Eli. Eli yeah. And then you guys both saved it somehow. Yeah. 
Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> yeah, get fucked. It's not that I want to kill someone. I feel like I, 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 this is a. Oh, no, but you've got a good player death narration in you. I mean, clearly. Yeah. I've oh, got yeah. it in me. It wants to yeah, come out. Yeah. And, it, and it, like, it, wants it needs to come, to come out. out. I've got to get, I've got to get past that hump. Oh, man. There's so many good ones. I'm going to go, I'm going to go away from gameplay, I think. Mm. Ooh. I think one of my favorite moments was there was a moment. It's hard to pinpoint an exact moment, but there was a moment, Brian, where we were recording with Jay for Talk of the Table, mm. where I was like, oh, we have a show. Like, Talk <laughs> of the Table, like, the, the first few episodes were really solid. But then there was a moment specifically talking to Jay where I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is, like, this is a show that should exist and is worth existing. Mm-hmm. Like, worth existing. And I felt that way after the first episode, but there was a moment where, like, we were just really vibing with Jay in that recording, and I was like, yeah, 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 this, this, we need to keep making this. I like this It just, show. like, hit harder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It really helps when you're talking to Jay. Right. Yeah. When, you, when, when your subject is Jay Stroutman, it's like, yeah, this conversation's gonna go great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out Jay Stroutman. Shout yeah. out Jay Stroutman and Planet Arcana. Woo! What about you, Brian? Man. I, you know what? I got to be honest. Uh, this this very selfish. Uh, Hit it. Really liked winning uh, best sound design. Oh, yeah. Damn right. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good Damn one. right. That, you that the was, shit out of that. That's a real good one. I Absolutely. forgot that happened this year. That's you, crazy. You, you take that all the way to the bank. Don't don't hedge that at all. Oh, that's take awesome. it all the way to the bank. And then I think if it's if there's a, a play moment, uh, I think... Man, I, I, there's a lot of moments. I loved us coming up with the term "eat your broccoli" or uh, "eat your vegetables" dungeon master to describe mm-hmm. my play style. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most gratifying thing after playing with you guys for so long was at the end of the Azeva season, getting to hoist Chinook by his own petard. <laughs> <laughs> when you set up, oh yeah, hey kid's gonna be a rapper, and I made <laughs> you rap. <laughs> at the yeah. end. God, yeah. yeah, the whole Yuzeba season was awesome. Yeah, Yuzeba's was great. Yeah. Yuzeba's was yeah, very fun. Very good season. Those were probably some of my favorite talkbacks, I think, were Yuzeba's. I can't pinpoint a specific one, but I feel like the talkbacks with Yuzeba's were always like everybody just reveling in how good a time they just had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is one of those ones that's just easy to ping pong off of because it's so like joyful and playful. Mm-hmm. You kind of come out of it. You're like, yeah, let's keep talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like adult play. Oh, can I shout a not recorded moment out? I'm yeah. I know we're supposed to have one moment. I'm gonna. I'm just yeah. Shout it, shout it out. Do it. Do it. Shout um, it out. First fan art was this year. First oh, fan art. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh. From uh, Low Tonks on Twitter. Just mm-hmm. absolutely hanging in Brian's apartment. Brian's yeah. apartment. Yes. Yeah, you guys. You guys got me a copy. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's hanging yeah. very proudly uh, in my apartment. I'm very happy about it. Very cute. Fucking rules. Pax was also cool. Pax Unplugged was very cool. The first convention we got to all go to together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In our matching t-shirts. Matching t-shirts. Our matching t-shirts we because we merch. launched our first t-shirts. merch. <laughs> merch, merch, buy our merch. Merch, merch. I think actually now's a really good time to do a quick shout out to some of our Discord members who we asked anyone if they had questions for us uh, at the end of the year. Yeah. And I think kind of on this note from Polter Zeitgeist, which is still my favorite oh my God, uh, that's so good. username <laughs> great, on our great Discord. Name. What's your favorite lesson or experience from an earlier game this this year you believe made Ooh. a later game better? Ooh. So any like Ooh. lesson you got from early in the year that made something better later on? That is a great question. 
I think for me, die is what like kind of like taught me so much about my own play style. Like, I think I was always a little monster before, but I think I was maybe more hesitant where die was just like, let the guns loose. Die, you made big swings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was like the first moment of like, I really learned like, oh, just like make swings and let everyone else take care of it. And I think every season afterwards, I was like, all right, I'm just going to say something and we'll see if it's really that bad. We'll cut it out. And it's never been that bad. Uh, I I do think. (laughs) (laughs) Elliot. I I, I do think. I do think. Sorry. We can cut that. (laughs) (laughs) It's staying in. I I do think, Die, you made big swings, but it was. I feel like we all were like on board with it too. Like you, you made big swings. We were all like, yeah, of course. And so then you saw that and we're like, oh, great. I can just keep doing that. <laughs> like, like the, the yeah, second you saw totally. it rewarded, you were like, great. No notes. I'll keep, hitting those keep doing balls. it. <laughs> Similarly to that, um, seeing there were multiple moments, I think, throughout the year where you guys and other people we were playing with were just really doing incredible things and and uh we're just like all star players and it it was encouraging to or it was like it encouraged me to stop kind of playing in my safe zone which is very fun and I'm always going to have a good time doing the things that like I know well and feel super comfortable in but everyone else was just doing so great and doing big swings and doing cool things and I feel like it made me really want to try to go outside that comfort zone and do bigger, weirder things I don't normally do. And sometimes they hit and sometimes they didn't. But it was fun to try them. I feel like, I don't know if there's a specific moment in an early season, but I feel like one of my problems anytime I run a game is that I play it two minute to minute. And often like it takes a long time for like the game to get started kind of. Like there's a lot, Mm. usually we start like too far before the action. And we all of a sudden realize like we're on episode two and like the inciting incident is just now happening when it's kind of like we should just hit it right away. And that was kind of the impetus of the first episode of Orbital Blues hitting immediately on you're chasing Richard Dick Whiskey. We're starting in the middle of a chase scene because I was like, we've only got a couple episodes to land this plane. We got to start the engine from the start. And I think that ended up being a really successful opening at like opening scene opening i think that was my favorite opening to a season that i've done yeah i i'd agree with that i think that similar though though not a season i played in i think that i learned a lot from like producing die alongside you brian and mm-hmm. sort of being there through the gming process for that i feel like the die season i learned something from every player in that season being in those sessions and getting to sort of observe from a like a thousand feet view like it 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 i don't know i i've i've been a podcast producer for a while and i feel like that was a big like crash course in like taking my producer brain and applying it to actual play and i feel like since Mm. die i've had a, a really solid sense of like what i know is gonna be good for our seasons and our episodes and like whether i'm at the table or not just like thinking through like what do we want to hit? How do we want it to sound? How can we help the players do well? How can we help the GM do well? And um, yeah, die was die was a huge huge learn. I do think that it, this wasn't twenty twenty three, but uh, Elliot, your game of ten candles, ten candles, yeah, mm. ten candles. Would I feel like 
and, and, and the the talkback event was in 2023, so we'll we'll count it for 2023. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was that actual play was when the show like evolved. When we were kind of like, oh, this could be mm-hmm. like way bigger than what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think it was it was fun before that. We had done Wander Home, we'd done Honey Heist, and we we put a lot into it. And then I feel like the way everyone here brought it for mm. Ten Candles, it was like oh, we can, like, go in. Yeah. And then we did Die. And Die, I think, was the one where it was like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to take that, like, that concentrated energy we did in a one-shot for 10 candles, and we're going to put it into six episodes. Yeah, And I think, yeah. like, we landed the plane, we parked the bus with Die, and mm. then just did it. I, I Honestly, I think twice as hard for Orbital Blues. Like, yeah. ev- everyone yeah. knew what they were doing after Die. Everyone was, like, comfortable with each other. And then we do orbital blues, and everyone just knew exactly what pitches to throw everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Great. that's a great call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that felt so seamless playing orbital blues with everyone. I was like, yeah, we're good. We can just go <laughs> silly off the gun. Yeah. I think that that ended up being the I, between that and dive, but I'd probably say orbital blues. It ended up being the best fit for our play style and our group, and also just for the the style of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite game of the year, probably. Yeah. Oh, although you say Buzz, I. I was gonna oh, say for me, I, 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 I forget about you say Between, oh, you know, I was gonna say I think actually ultimately you was my favorite, but Orbital Blues and Die are really close behind, like tied. Uh, yeah. The thing with Orbital yeah. Blues, and we kept saying this, was that we all made campaign characters that I mm-hmm. wanted to play for another. 20 episodes yeah but die was just so cool yeah die was so it's hard fun. to pick but i think ultimately really zeba was. was my favorite of the year yeah yeah i love die i love die so much and if we're counting 10 candles for 2023 i fucking love that game oh, i would God, have said that, that was, that was awesome. a really that good was a episode. good game it was uh, another like good moment this year was the full circle of coming back to 10 candles for patreon yeah yeah given yeah. how much we all had like grown as a group and individually as performers and 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 everything yeah i thought i thought that was really fun it was also yeah. to, to do that again because we hadn't played a full game uh all in person i guess we, we'd done a little bit all in person but like the first time we did 10 candles we did it in person and like playing 10 candles in person is a very like you remember that experience you're playing in the dark mm-hmm. you've just got 10 candles very ritualistic like you're gonna remember your game at 10 candles and that one was like so memorable and haunting. And like we just we got to the end of it. We knew we nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then doing it again. Yeah, it really did have that full circle like cap to it. Because before we were. We weren't really many sided media yet. It was my first dungeon. It was the thing we were doing. You know, we were putting out seasons whenever we could. And then by the time we got back around to playing it for Patreon, it's like, no, we're putting out episodes just about every week. We've got a Patreon with. 39 members now 39. i think and we're putting out a new 39? game for them every week 39 we're, uh, we're putting out a new game for them every month also that patreon game like we reused tea candles and that was so stressful i 
was so upset. We were all kind of mad at Elliot for like putting out the good candles. There's several moments in that recording where you guys yell at me for the candle I decided to put out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But by by the end, we were like calling out the candle. We were like, nope, not that fucking candle. If you touch that fucking candle. Ultimately, it was Brian's fault because he put out the candles in the first. He placed them onto the table. True. Yeah. Always play with new tea Whatever, you know. I think you got to shuffle up some candles. You got to get 30 candles of varying wick lengths and then just grab <laughs> from a bag. Just buy you grab 10 of them. candles. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, not for nothing. I barely knew Abby and Chanute when we recorded the first 10 candles. That's yeah. True. Like, yeah. Brian, you and I had become friends at that point, but yeah. like it was still, we had played once before, but I hadn't really hung out with y'all much outside of games. And yeah. I think I called you the wrong name after that recording, Elliot. You did. I was just like, <laughs> Eli, that was great. And you were like, who the fuck is Eli, dude? And I was like, oh, boy. Good thing I'm never going to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) And now you're stuck with me. Because I think before then, the the only game we played together was Wander Home. Which uh, is something's like, wrong with the chickens also. Something's wrong with the chickens. Oh, yeah. But I was I like very Wander much like after. a guest. I, I, I was more in a guest position true, or something yeah. is wrong with the chickens. Mm-hmm. I felt very like very out of my element and honored to be on this podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> And that was before it was what it is now. I mean, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it, the, the evolution of the show over the past year. Like to think back and think like the first season we did this year was my game Schrodinger's Cats. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. ending with Orbital Blues and, and Hometown Holiday. It's like, we really did a lot this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Just looking back at uh, Discord questions, another one that I think is is a good question to ask looking into 2024 mm. comes from Jelly Muppet, uh, Zach Cox nice. over yeah. at Soul Muppet. Uh, what is one game you really love to play on the podcast but haven't gotten a chance to yet? Oh, so I know. Many. We all have our, our lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no spoilers for what we may or may not be planning on playing. No, none none of these saying none these none doesn't these confirm, confirm or yeah. deny that we will play them. Can but I'm confirm right. or deny. Uh, Triangle Agency. Triangle Agency. One for sure. me. Mm, Deathmatch Island. Deathmatch Island. Um, Kids on bikes. Kids on bikes. Kids on bikes. I did finally pick up Morkborg. And mm. now I'm like, I get it. I mm. get why people like Morkborg. Mm-hmm. Oh, worldwide wrestling, worldwide wrestling, wild sea, wild sea, wild sea, uh, mm, heart yum. or spire, heart and or spire. Yeah, I do really want to do um, girl by moonlight. Yeah. Oh yeah, girl by moonlight. Yes, 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 yes girl yes. by moonlight. I want to you know really push push more towards the magical girl transformation than we did in die. Yeah. Uh, Starcrossed. We talked oh. about. I want to do Star Cross so, <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So, so oh, bad. Uh, yeah. We'll get so horny on uh, main. And we're already horny on main. <laughs> we're already horny on main. I'm so sorry. We but we make so everything horny. horny on main. Oh, the, the, there is a thing. There is a thing that we I don't I don't know if I want to spoil this, but this, this is the thing we've wanted to do for Patreon. And this is the thing that came out of our discord. Uh, during our die oh, season. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We've been meaning to do this for like a year. So th- this and is, it just keeps not happening. This will happen in 2024 because we want it to happen. So I'm, I'm calling my shot We're now. We're saying it now. We have to do it. In our, during our die season, in our Discord, someone posted. I think they just posted the phrase. Oh, was it you? What was the initial post? 
Uh, dog binder. Dog binder. So instead of one of the classes in die as the god binder, Elliot, I think apropos of nothing, just said dog binder. I said dog binder is this anything. Was the, was you the remember. Dog binder is this anything. And immediately, like six people came around and came up with what the ductator. What are the other the the drool um, for the fool? The drool or the foal or the foal? What was the neo? Was it neopet? The neopet. The neopet. The neopet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Meowshin knight. The Meowshin knight. And what are we missing? Is that L? Oh, and and the master is the the owner. The owner. Yeah. So we're gonna do a pets themed diology on die. We a, are a pets themed die one shot is a hundred percent gonna happen because we, we have yeah. to reward the creativity of the Discord. Absolutely. So yeah, we got a lot of games we want to play in twenty twenty four. I don't know how many of them we're gonna be able to do. But we're certainly going to try. What would a character do if they knew they were part of a story? What would they say to the author that is pulling their strings? In Samantha Lee's solo RPG, Death of the Author, players take on the role of a character fighting for control over their narrative draw tarot cards, and modify scene prompts to bend the story to your will. Each change, however, comes with a consequence, as the author may use your own words against you. Death of the Author is crowdfunding on Backerkit from May 14th to May 28th. You can find the project by searching Death of the Author Backerkit in your search engine of choice. Fight the narrative. Defy your author. Little Wolves is a folktale TTRPG where players fill the fur of shape-shifting werewolves in a realm of fae and of magic called the Enchanted Forest. Players will craft physical masks that represent their characters and use them during play to shift between their wolf and their mortal forms. As they perform favors and complete quests, new marks are made on their masks that reflect the real physical changes that the werewolves undergo. The enchanted forest is deep and detailed with fey queens, courts, and all manner of denizen for your werewolves to meet. The crowdfunding campaign for Little Wolves launches May 14th. You can follow the campaign at bytes.rip slash little wolves. That's B-Y-T-E-S dot R-I-P slash little wolves. And you can check out the free demo and quick start at bytes.rip slash little demo. Hey there, it's Elliot from the Many Sided Media team. In addition to playing and producing here on My First Dungeon, I'm also a game designer known for such games as Something is Wrong with the Chickens, a rules-like game of chickens, eldritch horror, and revenge. Project Echo, a solo time travel game played in the pages of a planner. And the upcoming Rom-Com Drama Bomb, a three-player game of meat-cutes and mayhem. 
If you like weird and unique games and want to bring something new to your table, head to moreblueberries.shop and use code MYFIRSTDUNGEON for 20% off your order. That's M-O-R-E-B-L-U-E-B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot shop. Thanks! What other kind of stuff do we have planned for 2024, Brian? So 2024, we do have some changes coming to the podcast just to make it like bigger, better, but also more sustainable for us because putting out 80 episodes between this and Talk at the Table and Patreon is tough. So we're going to be moving from a weekly schedule to a bi-weekly release schedule. Don't boo, don't worry. <laughs> On boo. off weeks. No, I said don't boo and boo. don't worry. I'm uh, worried. <laughs> because you're going to be getting weekly stuff from many-sided media regardless I'm slightly less worried. You're, you're going to get bi-weekly My First Dungeon. On opposite weeks, you're going to get Talk of the Table. And also on, the, on those opposite weeks, you'll get talkbacks from the My First Dungeon episodes. There's also going to be an extra actual play every month somewhere in there. If not every week, just about every week, you're still getting something from many-sided media. It's just not always going to be an hour and a half fully sound-designed episode because they take a little too long to sound design. And we don't yet make enough money from this venture. <laughs> hey, hey, look, if you if those Patreon numbers get up, we can go back to weekly. Listen, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, we totally if can. we get a thousand patrons, absolutely we could do weekly. I'll, we'll even do another show. I I'll, yeah. I guarantee. I'm I'm pitching other shows to Elliot, Chinook, and Abby all the time, and they all keep telling me, Brian, you're gonna kill yourself. And I said, Yeah, but I'll have two shows. <laughs> <laughs> so we keep but. having to pull you back and be like, you don't. That's a great idea. Brilliant. The people are going to love it. When are you producing that? You have to sleep. You well, have but, to but now that we're doing <laughs> But now that we're doing bi-weekly, that means no, I'm doing half no, as no, much no, work. No, 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 You know what? That's true, Brian. That is anyway, true. Anyway, 2024 also, I think, might bring some longer style campaigns. Things like Die and Orbital Blues that we've come to know and love. The things that we've as as a show have become to love the most is when we linger in a in a game for longer when we do six episodes of die six episodes of orbital blues eight episodes of yuzeva's bed and breakfast by staying in a system for a little bit longer we just like have more fun we get to really know it and we get to tell better and more interesting stories and just like get deep in with characters so expect a lot more seasons to be structured more like die or orbital blues or yuzeva's bed and breakfast where you're getting six eight Probably between six and eight episode uh, campaigns, maybe stretching into like 10 or 12 sometime in the future. But definitely most of our seasons are going to look longer than just like one shots or two shots. But you're still going to get some shorter seasons in there as we prep for our longer ones. The other thing we're going to be adding to the podcast, which uh, I hope you don't take away from us, is we will be adding some mid-roll ads to the podcast. We're reaching out to gaming companies and talking with uh, a number of gaming companies that we think you guys will actually like and benefit from. And if they want to advertise with us, we are happy to do so. So we're going to try our best not to have any random ass uh, ads on our show for you and just stuff that we think you're going to like. Yeah. And these will be us. They won't be random. You know, it'll be us talking about stuff that we think you'll like. So, yeah, our silly little voices. Yeah. Because on this show, we really are every game that we're playing, even when we're having something sponsored like Orbital Blues, we're reaching out to people and being like, hey, we love this game. We want to make something with you. What do you say? And that's the way we want to keep doing it, even with any kind of ads we want to put on the show. We want to make sure that we're starting from a place of love and then throwing it into the podcast. 
And that's why we're happy to announce our next sponsor, Lockheed Martin. At Lockheed Martin. (laughs) (laughs) We're really passionate about it. Were there any other Discord questions? Yes, there was a lot of information about what we're planning for 2024. We're going to keep doing the newsletter. We're going to keep making Patreon games. We're going to keep doing all this stuff and hopefully making just as many cool games as we have this year, if not more. Uh, but let's go back to our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good transition. Abby Good set transition. me up great with the transition. Just being like, hey, were there any more questions? And I decided to I would to love recap. to see Brian as a DJ. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Coming up next, for I hope you like that last song. This next song is from the 90s. <laughs> Uh, we, we got a question, two questions from Old Man Doc 1305. One for me nice. and one for everybody. Perfect. The question for me is, are there any story beats or plot directions you planned for certain campaigns uh, but had to leave on the cutting room floor? And boy, howdy, there are a lot of them. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Most notably in Orbital Blues, where everything I planned, all the climactic beats was on Reno 12 and y'all never wanted to go to Reno 12. Fuck no. Sounds, sounded like yeah, a bad place. Go fuck yourself, dude. We yeah, were like, was. absolutely not. I, you just I told made us it. all That's... of our mortal enemies are there. Why would we go there? Yeah. That's your fault, Brian. <laughs> absolutely egg on my face. Mm. Incredibly funny. There was some die stuff, too. There was a lot of die. Because I remember, Elliot. You um, planned a lot of die stuff. Mm-hmm. I planned a lot of to. die stuff. A lot of. Because I basically planned out like beats for every character to have like some kind of echo of their past kind of come in. And I want to say, um, Abby, your character didn't get as many mm-hmm. as I'd hoped. And I think that we're some more like finale beats with the master that I had, I'd hoped to do. And we were just running out of time. We'd, we'd planned for six episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. and we'd scheduled all of the performers for six episodes and we were at time, but it, it was wildly helpful. And I, I think I don't want to take too much credit for, any of the GMing for the die season because Elliot, I think you came up with like half of the best moves from that season. Uh, So I definitely don't want to take all the credit for that. Um, And it was a huge help. I'll take that at episode. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was a huge help at episode five when I was like, we've got 20 beats we've got to hit. And we were just talking. You're like, okay, well you can only hit five. So pick five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think we, I think we landed that plane really well. And then what was the second question? The second question was for everybody. What specific sorts of characters do you want to play in 2024? More old ladies. Yeah, Always. I think Abby's not playing enough old ladies. <laughs> not enough old ladies. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever played an old lady this past month? Mm, um, not in too long. It's been too long. What kind of characters? I want to keep having fun exploring things that are outside my comfort zone of um, characters that are perhaps a little more dramatic or sad or deep. <laughs> uh, fucking deep. I feel like I did that in um, 10 Candles, but uh, kind of shied away from it a little bit in some other seasons and mm. uh, enjoyed it and would like to do a little bit more of it because I feel like those are a lot of the performances that I admire most from other people. I don't know. Babs broke my heart. Yeah, Babs was tragic. tragic. Babs hurt. Yeah. I feel like of of any of the characters, Babs hurt the most. Oh, I was thinking though of our second ten candles. 
Oh, your second ten. Oh. Honestly, both of your ten candles characters really hurt. Both your ten <laughs> yeah. candles characters hurt. They were deeply sad. The second one was cool. a twisted kind of hurt, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a game where somehow it was uh, maybe because you play in the dark and you can't look at people too closely, <laughs> where it was easier to do it. <laughs> yeah, you just play really good characters who like don't deserve to die. I, yeah, I feel damn. like I like playing characters who absolutely deserve to die and like get their comeuppance and, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always play characters who, sh- for all intents and purposes, should survive. They're too good for the to. world. Oh, I know what kind of character I want to play. I have two. I have two thoughts on this. A part of me wants to play like an absolute dickhead. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I struggle with 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 that sort of thing. Or you guys are like, nah, this character you played was a total dick. And in which case, you know, fuck me. I was going to say, um, you're a total dick. <laughs> yeah, you're a total dick, dude. <laughs> you're just playing yourself. I feel like it would be really fun to play, like, basically a like, low-key villain. Not like not like in a way where it's, like, not fun at the table. But I feel right. like I don't, I don't gravitate towards, like, truly shitty people. Mm. I feel like I always mm. want them to have some real redeemable nice qualities and then i think the other thing is just like less masculine characters because i feel like that's a thing maybe i fall into when Mm -hmm. i don't know what else to build is Mm -hmm. like make them a little mask totally yeah i think i similarly i think i've tend to play pretty like silly useless characters with a maybe tragic story that inevitably comes out, but I think I want to like I love I love having that like tragedy or like whatever like that sadness to a character or something that they're hiding. But I think I want to apply it to like maybe not a useless character, mm. uh, someone that is maybe more confident and sure of themselves in ways. But I think I've really took this past year to explore like gender through TTRPGs and now I want to play more femme characters mm. and also just like constantly introducing like, yeah, diversity into my characters in ways that I make me feel good. Yeah. Hell yeah. I just want to play more characters. <laughs> yeah. oh, poor Brian. Forever Brian. the GM. I, I oh. do think though at, Playing as a GM, I'm very good at like being reactive to things, but I think like I don't, I, it's not as easy for me to make like big swings like Chinook, and it's not as easy for me to come in with like really clearly developed like North Stars for a characters in the way that Elliot does. Mm. I just kind of come in as like I've got a backstory and I've got like a blank slate and I'm ready to react, but I'm not like making the forward motions. I'm like waiting for someone else to move and then like, great, I'll move alongside you. But I'm not the one running, you know, I'm not charging for mm. That's so real. Like playing with you as a character, like playing a character, you truly just like kind of wait to react to things in ways yeah, that I'm like, you're very not going to do GM-like. something. <laughs> it's very GM-like. I really yeah. tried not, like I want to be a supportive character, but I do want to like, you know, be a player and like kind of be the active mm-hmm participant and allow other people to like play around. Because also like you don't want everyone supporting everyone. You want some you want everyone like pushing forward their time in the spotlight so that you can take a turn supporting. Like everyone's got to take their turn yeah. in the spotlight. And I'm just not good at it because I haven't done it very much. Mm. I, I, I end up like 
focusing on spotlighting characters mm -hmm. as a GM. Mm. So I don't have that much uh, practice of just being the spotlit character. That's interesting. I'm trying to think of a counter example, but I think you might be on this one. You <laughs> <laughs> might, like, might actually be bad at this. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you're right. Not no, bad. No, not, no, 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 bad. no, no, not bad. Word, no, I'm just kidding. No. It's like you, you, your characters have such patience to them in ways that like I am not accustomed to. It's like, okay, put me in this room. I'm going to break everything in this room. Whereas like if I put you in a room as a GM, you're going to like sit down and be like, well, what's in the room? Let me look around. Yeah. I'm going to sit. I'm going to take a seat and just hang out for a bit and it's like mm -hmm. brian fucking make a move but you have to like get, like but then he realize oh if i just like make something happen in the room then brian will do something but he's not just gonna cause something to happen in this room he's gonna wait for something to actively make him make a move yeah also like of course in hometown holiday you played the friend which was like like the the half gm yeah it was character. gm light <laughs> yeah. yeah gm light we talked about that actually i think off uh, off a recording where I was like, oh, the friend is basically the GM's assistant. Yeah, it's co-GM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, co-GM. Yeah, the AD. The AD. We gotta, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta figure that out. So I think as, as we start to kind of wrap this up, I want to talk about just goals for the show and like personal goals for us with Many Sided Media, with My First Dungeon, Talk at the Table, the 20-Sided Newsletter. We got a lot of stuff we're doing, okay? Mm. <laughs> got a lot of I think I think we could fit a few more in there. We could fit a few more. Oh, you, you say you want to do another show? I'd like to do another show. Elliot, you shut I also mouth. would like to do another show. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, for 2024, I think just some like things that I know I want to do on the show. Personally, I want to up the ante on like sound design, storytelling, like overall production of the yeah, show. Yeah, you're really, you're really... <laughs> you're really taking a taking a, a light walk through the sound design world. I think you really got to push push it up. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like my thing is like so many of these games are so fucking good. And for Orbital Blues, for you know Die, for for all these games, mm. I want to make the show that is like the marquee uh, blockbuster show for each of these games to show like. Oh, you want to play Zaba's Bed and Breakfast? You want to know what that sounds like? Here is exactly how good that can sound. Here's exactly mm -hmm. how good that game can feel to play. And the only way to do that is to like up our game on every level, like make the production better, have everyone come in and like really give the best performances, knowing that whatever they do is going to be massively supported on the back end. Yeah. Totally. Right. And then I think honestly, like the more we can grow this show, the more we're able to pay everybody. Luckily, we've been able to pay all of our performers. Uh, pretty good, honestly, for all of our all of the games this year. I want to play with more cool new people. I want to play more cool games. And honestly, this is very selfish. I wouldn't mind winning a few more awards because <laughs> that one felt pretty good. Heck yeah. Turns out yeah, validation feels good. Feels great. Feels nice. So I'm calling my shot. 2024, my first dungeon nominated for an Emmy. Woo! Boom. That's my shot. Damn right. Damn right. Boom. Why? Why stop there? Winning in any? Yeah, winning in any. Did I say nominated? Excuse me. My, calling nominated. my shot. Twenty twenty four. Winning in any for best podcast. Look, boom, you boom, gotta, boom. you gotta call the shots. Big. I'm excited in twenty twenty four to be fully taking over the newsletter. Oh shit! Yeah. Editor in chief, oh. editor at your chief, service, baby. Editor in chief, Abby Hepworth. So let me know what kind of stuff you guys like. What you want? What you want to read? What do you want more of? We each got our own little corners of it. Chinook, you've got your your character chaos corner. I've got my GM tips. Elliot's got the page that got me. 
And we all have random other things. And we all have random other stuff that we like to talk about about this space. We're going to keep doing that every other week. Yum, yum, yum. Yum. Yum, yum, yum. Anyone else have any goals for this company, this podcast, or just for yourself in 2024? I want to try my hand at GMing a little bit more. Nice. Nice. For some reason, I thought you were going to say a totally unrelated to games thing. (laughs) I want to try my hand at crochet. I really want to try my hand at knitting in 2024. It's like separate of this. Well, you fucking killed it on Hometown Holiday, so you should. That was fun. Thank you. That was a really fun game. (laughs) Even people that don't play TTRPGs have messaged me after listening to that. He's been like, this is so good. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's really sweet. But uh, yeah, I think I think Brian, you caught all the company goals pretty pretty well. I think I want to play more games. I would like to. I, I really think I really enjoy when we bring on people who haven't played TTRPGs to perform on the podcast. Yeah, and love 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 playing games with them. Yeah, I think I want to try like a longer season would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Trying more like just different structures to the way we play games and i think i even want to maybe get behind more sound design stuff i'm pretty bad at it now figuring it out but it is satisfying you want to walk the devil's path with me and then deeply frustrating at other times but i think in terms of sustainability there needs to be more than just brian sound designing i'm with that i would like to train up on sound design in 2024 (laughs) <laughs> uh, don't see no i don't now, it, now you now. doing that makes you want to do it less. I was gonna say, i'm gonna fully let you guys handle that because no. i've tried it and it is not something i enjoy and so for the benefit of everyone's mental health i'm gonna i'm gonna pass on that responsibility <laughs> i mean here's hope we got a lot of plans for not only this show but also like we got plans for other shows we want to make yeah and i feel like every time we finish a long season we just look at each other and go we could make that a whole show we could just we could just make a whole show if you save us bed and breakfast we could just make a whole show of orbital blues and you know what maybe we will the every chapter of Yuzeba's show honestly that <laughs> we're gonna play more Yuzeba's bed and breakfast in 2024 that's, that's a that's one hundred percent gonna happen. I want yeah on Patreon and on the main feed. You're gonna get more easy to breakfast. September fifteenth, so we can some... do more cool stuff. Yeah, my uh, you've hit. You guys have hit all the company goals. Also, just like more merch, and I want to continue to level up our art in this in the new year. Mm. I would like to level up some of our album art. Um, I have some big ideas for things that I don't necessarily know how to do yet, but I want to try. Perfect. And then the personal goal, I've been saying this in private and I'm saying it in public. Two big games, three small. We're making two big games, three small games in 2024. That's I believe in you. That's the, that's the release plan. Big five. I've seen the ideas for all these and they're all extremely good. (laughs) So if you like product echo, you're going to like everything else coming out of Elliot Davis, Mr. Moore blueberries. Yeah, only hands. No, and misses. maybe Brian's involved with at least one of those. Hey, who's to say? Who's to say? And I'm, I'm here. <laughs> supporting. We're well, supporting. I Schnook, I didn't want to blow up your spot, but I feel like one of your goals in 2024 is also to maybe dip a toe into the game design world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dip maybe. a toe, but that's uh, I got a. I, there's a bunch of stuff happening in 20. I don't want to make any promises I can't keep, but that is a, <laughs> that is a plan. 
That is a thing I wrote down and told Elliot about. It's when me and Elliot get our nails done together, we talk about this stuff. And That's true. We're gonna be good in January and get well. Oh be a, wait, are we? Yeah, we're gonna be good, so we can go again in January. That's yeah, great. Gotta be good. If you're half good, you only get one hand done. Yeah, only one true. hand. What are any any final Discord questions we want to answer before we wrap this thing up? There are a bunch more Discord questions. I don't think we can get to all of them. Um, Maybe rapid fire. We all just answer one of them. Like not. Oh, we can do a quick rapid fire. Oh, Let's, that's you know good. Let's go through all these. Okay, so from Alex V, uh, Elliot, what has been your favorite game to play this year outside of Many Sided Media? Uh, Brian joined me for a little home campaign with some friends of Kids on Bikes that I ran towards the beginning of this year. That was a delight. Hell yeah, with the the best named NPC of all time, Cindy Muggins, Kid Secretary. Cindy Muggins, Kid Secretary. You've told this story on my. I've told this story so many times. Shanook uh, <laughs> from Velocity, what's your favorite breakfast burrito and or sandwich? Ooh, my favorite breakfast burrito uh, and or sandwich. And or sandwich. Um, I love doing like a uh, a like New York bagel with cream cheese, avocado, and like vegan bacon, but you could use regular bacon. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. <laughs> Uh, Abby from Dat Matt, what was your first dungeon? My first dungeon was um, playing a homebrew, our home Dungeons and Dragons game, uh, which we played one session in person and then the pandemic hit. And then we played religiously every week for, I think, 50 weeks in a row after that. I try to think what the actual first battle was. But yeah, it was right before the pandemic hit was, was me playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and that was my first dungeon. That was your character, Merrick the Cleric. Merrick the Cleric. Merrick the Cleric. Uh, from from Nabzy, what is your go? Uh, I'll give this one to myself. What is your go to game if you've got super limited prep time? Uh, that would be Honey Heist or any Honey Heist uh, variation, including something's wrong with the chickens. Yeah. From our very own Elliot Davis. Yum, yum. Uh, and the last question I think for all of us, we'll do real quick, is also from Nabzy. If you could tell your past self that is just about to make your first My First Dungeon episode, one thing that you know now, what would it be? Calm down. It's not that deep. This game is so easy to run. It's going to get way harder from here, you big dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like mine would be like similarly like take a deep breath and like focus on having fun because that first time I was so nervous. Just like do the fun thing. Or said another way, if you're having fun, you're already doing it right. <laughs> I was about to say I want to do the cheesy thing and say the advice I would give. <laughs> so if you haven't played, oh, I stole it. I think I would just wait for the siren. I would tell myself to wait for the siren. Wait for the siren. That's a key. <laughs> um, I think that I would tell myself is you have something really good here, so keep going and have fun. And I would tell myself keep playing games with Abby Chinook and Elliot, and then bring on more people because it's going to get really fun really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, can I tell you a joke thing I would have told myself? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Why the fuck are you recording on a Blue Yeti? I <laughs> almost said that, too. For the, for the love of God, get a Samson Q2U. It's cheaper and better. It's cheaper and better. <laughs> Samson Q2U, that's, that's our real last thing. Yeah. That is all for this episode of My First Dungeon, this year of many-sided ah, media. Crazy. And for all of 2023, from everyone here at Many-Sided Media, from everyone here at My First Dungeon, wishing you all the best in 2024. We'll see you then. And just remember, if you're having fun, you're already doing it right. Bye-bye, everybody. Happy New Bye. Year. Happy but New Year. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> first year of the rest of our lives. Woo, I love forever. you all. Love you guys. If you're hearing this, that means you listen to every last second of this episode. If you're not caught up yet, that's great because then there's plenty more to listen to. But if you are caught up and you simply can't wait for the next episode, then you should head on over to patreon.com slash myfirstdungeonpod and become a member of the Dice Pool. For just a few bucks a month, you'll get cast talkbacks, original games, and a full-length bonus actual play each and every month. As of the end of 2023, there is already over 20 hours of bonus audio, plus a whole bunch of other goodies to enjoy. So head on over to patreon.com slash myfirstdungeonpod and jump into the dice pool. We'll see you there.